Welcome to We The Podcast. This is Keith Ellison. And did you know that next month, November 15th, is National Recycling Day? National Recycling Day, a day in which all Americans, everybody in the world, can slow down and think about how we take all of our stuff, some of which we throw away, and find a way to put it back into productive use. Whether it's recycling, reusing, repairing, or donating, something other than just burning it up in a garbage burner or tossing it in a landfill. Something different. Since we already talked about zero waste in our seventh episode, this week on We The Podcast, we're going to look into electronic waste and the hard-to-place folks who are looking for work. You know, the folks who just got out of prison, electronic products like our cell phones, our televisions, are jam-packed with heavy metals, semi-metals, and various chemicals that can leak into soil and become dangerous hazardous. Things like lead, mercury, and even arsenic are present in a whole host of electronic products you find around your house. When taken up in high doses, many of these chemicals and metals are known to cause serious health conditions like cancer, impaired cognitive function, which means brain damage, damaged organs, and even more. Plus, they are bad for the natural environment. We shouldn't be throwing these materials away. We should be recycling them. But there's also another issue at hand, and that is we have a lot of people who need jobs. Because of their past, because of criminal records, because of brushes with the law in the past, they face huge barriers to finding work. It is these people who find it difficult to find work, the so-called hard-to-place, whom we need to focus on as well. A lot of whom were formerly incarcerated, homeless, or in recovery. We need to do more to help them to integrate back into the society so they can help themselves and their families. I recently visited Tech Dump in Golden Valley, Minnesota, an electronic waste recycling center that is taking the lead not only in protecting our environment from hazardous waste, but also helping people who are hard to place and work get back into the workforce, use their skills and abilities, and be productive for themselves and their family. To get a sense of how Tech Dump's philosophy works and the impact it has, I talked with James Best and Pierce DeChantal, two employees at Tech Dump. I asked them about what brought them to Tech Dump. This is James. So James, how'd you end up getting uh, getting going to prison, going oh, to St. Cloud? Being around the wrong people, mm-hmm. thinking people are really my friends when they're really not. Yeah, you know, hanging around the, the pimps, the players, drug dealers, you know, so stuff like that. Now, do you think this is just something that you wanted to do, or were you a product of the environment you were in, or kind of what I was think the story? It was, it was it was a product of the environment I was in. Mm-hmm. You know. Kind of like what describe that. Like like the story was um, pretty much I was convicted of holding someone against their will, yeah. which is kidnapping. Right. You know, and that's what happened. Yep. Yeah. So I wind up uh, doing four years. I was looking at um, 144 months. Hmm. Got a paid attorney. Um, that's 12 years. Yeah, that's 12 years. Sure. Do eight. Yep. Yeah. So I wind yep, up getting uh. 50-some months, which wound out to be 30, 34 months I had to do. This is Pierce. 
May, I mean, I don't. Where do I even start? Um, well, you were homeless. I yes, I've I've been homeless. Uh, I've been to jail. Been to jail. Um, and narrowly avoided going to to prison. Um, I had a stay of imposition um, on a on a felony domestic charge. Um, so yeah, needless to say, things were were not so good. Um, and I guess I'm, I sort of. I didn't like have a career and a family and stuff like that, and then and then and then fail. I just kind of failed right away. Um, so, dropped out of high school, and you know, basically just all I was concerned about was you know partying, and you know would stay with friends until they got sick of me mooching off of them, and then run back to dad's, and then he'd get sick of me, and by then I'd have some new friends, and I'd go kick it with them, and. Um, eventually, uh, things got a little darker and I had burned all my bridges and, you know, I ended up at 22 staying, um, or 21, uh, staying at the Salvation Army, uh, you know, good old 1010 Curry. Um, and I, I didn't have anywhere else to turn and, uh, eventually, you know, went back to dad's and then I ended up homeless again because I, all I did was use people. Um, all I did was use people and hurt them. For James, there came a moment while he was in prison where he decided that he wanted something more for himself, for his family. I'm sure you woke up in a cell, either in St. Cloud or Lino, one day, and thought to yourself, what in the world is going on with me. Man. <laughs> Talk about that. Yeah, man. What I thought was, man, actually was about my kid. Ah. That's what it was. Sure. And that's what's kind of stopping me from doing a lot of the things that I were doing. Right. Before I went to prison, you know. So, you know, I used to sell drugs. Ecstasy was my drug I used to sell. X. You know, so it was kind of like for the younger crowd, you know, crack was more for older people, yeah. you know, that was doing that. So... I wanted the young money, quick money. So, like, for me, <laughs> for me, it was like that That was just what I was doing. And, and for me, not to go to prison for that, right. I always thought about I need to, like, me having a nine to five, I'm, I only make like $10 and some change. Right. You know, I would, that's, that's not no money. Honestly, for me, like, compared to the things I used to do and the money I used to see, like, so for me, it's about me just being humble and realizing that, um, there's, there's, there's uh, punishments for everything you do, especially if there, if it's the wrong thing. Well, you mentioned yourself being a parent. Yeah. How old is your your son now? Uh, my daughter. She's daughter. Just turned ten. And, you know, so you must. It must have occurred to you at some point that you wanted something different for her. Yeah. Than you you were dealing with. Yeah. Talk about that. No, I I just want different from her. I don't want I don't want her to have to grow up the way I did and see the things that I've seen, that's why I live in St. Louis Park instead of North Minneapolis. Right. You know, so that's where I grew up at. Yeah. You know, I don't want her to have to go through that and go to the schools with the kids. They're swearing and doing all that. So, yeah. you know, I just keep her out here. Yeah. Yeah. And was there a moment when you were in Lino or St. Cloud when you thought to yourself, she deserves better? Yeah. I think about it every day, man. I, sure. I, I think about going back to my lifestyle, yeah. my old lifestyles, old patterns and behaviors and, 
but but then you couldn't be to at her play or her dance recital. Man, I miss dance recitals. I she tap dance and do ballet. Yeah. You know, when I was in prison, I missed all that. Right. You know. Right. So yeah. And she want to know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You really don't want to tell her. I mean, I did told she, her. Did she I, come see you? When yeah, she, she did. But she was. She, she's so smart. She's so smart that um, you know, I told her I was at boot camp. Yeah. She was like, Dad, the science says penitentiary. <laughs> see, know, see, you know what I'm saying? So, so you want him like, to be smart, but not that smart. Yeah. <laughs> People in our community, like James and Pierce, just need an opportunity. They want an opportunity. And it takes companies like Tech Dump to give them that opportunity. I sat down with Amanda LaGrange, who is the chief executive officer of Tech Dump to hear about their mission and how they came to contribute to the community. Amanda, um, what's the concept behind Tech Dump? Tech Dump is an electronics recycling and refurbishing social enterprise. We recycle all sorts of electronics, pretty much anything with a cable cord or battery that's not an appliance. And then as much as we can reuse and repair and then turn around and sell, we do. Everything else gets recycled down to the cords, boards, plastic, steel, and then responsibly recycled with certified vendors. Uh, beyond just the recycling side, though, we also are focused on employing adults that face barriers to employment. So about 75% of our staff have spent time in the justice system. So definitely one of those triple bottom line organizations. Now, when you say justice system, you mean prison. Prison, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, I spent some time with you guys today, ran into a uh, few, few employees who were amazingly optimistic, positive and upbeat, but who both of the folks I talked to had spent real time in prison. And one of them had been homeless and uh, apparently uh, is in recovery. Um, why is that part of your mission? Why are you trying to help people who went to prison or who've been homeless or, or, or in recovery? What, what's, that, what's that about? Jobs are a huge part of getting life back to what one might call normal. So the challenge of kind of re-entering society, paying your own bills, the dignity that comes with a job cannot be underestimated. To have a place that you're supposed to show up to, in our case, every day at 8 a.m., Monday through Friday, is huge. And to be able to really give back to the community is very important to our staff as well. But being in prison and being homeless is supposed to be stigmatizing. I mean, we're supposed to, as a society, assume that these people don't have skills or are morally deficient or somehow they're in that situation because of their own doing. And yet you all don't seem to buy that. Uh, how come? We don't buy that at all. Honestly, I'm constantly impressed with our employees. They have some of the best negotiation, math, marketing skills. They're great problem solvers and very entrepreneurial. Uh, so you can't, you can't stigmatize a person and put a label on them, as well as you can't assume that a person, when they go to prison, stops developing. They are a person that can contribute and can do big things if people will give them the chance. You know, our country has about uh, 317 million Americans, about 5% of the world's population, yet we have 25% of the world's prisoners. Mm -hmm. um, what happens if we don't? figure out how to uh, create life after prison? 
We have a bunch of people looking at each other feeling like they don't have a purpose and that they don't have anything to offer society. The other interesting statistic I'd add to that is the United States also uses 25% of the world's resources. Mm. So as we look at how to solve some of these big, big questions, we think electronics recycling and some of these zero waste organizations are the perfect solution for labor that's kind of the needing the stepping stone to get back into into society and into a more typical workplace. Like Amanda said, people who were previously incarcerated or in recovery or homeless have skills that can be used for their benefit and the benefit of their own families. Their past doesn't mean that they stop developing, they are not the worst thing they ever did, and none of us are. We need to give people opportunity that allows them to work and contribute to their community in a meaningful way, and the sense of pride they feel by making an important contribution, not just to themselves and their family, but to our community and our environment. Tech up has allowed you to really uh go after some of the things that have, you've probably always been able to do. Um, talk to me about uh, what tech dump represents to you. Uh, and in a country where we are piling up electronic waste pretty fast, mm -hmm. and we're piling up the formerly incarcerated pretty fast, what is, what is tech dump, uh, how does tech dump sort of solve that problem? I think it's a really good amalgamation of, of you know, the, the sort of nonprofit spirit um, of, of wanting, wanting to help and, and do something, not, not a handout, but, you know, giving people a chance to, you know, hopefully move forward with the personal changes they've started in their own life, right? Because uh, a car or a job or some money or whatever, none of that ever helped anybody in and of itself, right? So you can take your personal change and move forward. Um, but so you can take, or you have that spirit of a nonprofit and then bringing in some of the things that I think are often lacking in a nonprofit from the business world, like an actual business model that's self-sustaining where, um, you know, with the stuff that, with the items that we take in and what we do with them, you know, we can more or less support, support ourselves with a service that we're providing as opposed to just asking for money. Um, and, and it's a, I think it's a really cool combination of those two things. Um, like you said, electronics waste and just waste in general is piling up all over the world. Um, and this stuff, it's, it's not worthless. Um, you know, the, the circuits in computers and on the back of hard drives have gold in there, mm. uh, and gold is not cheap, and that all gets reclaimed, even though we're talking about tiny, tiny amounts, that's still worth money to somebody who's, who's pulling the gold out of those boards, and some things have even rarer metals, like platinum and palladium and stuff like that, um, all of this stuff can be reused in some form or another, or avoid a landfill. So what does Tech Dump mean to you? I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're doing some things that are really, not everybody can do them, kind of like Pierce was saying, there's stuff inside them, computers, 
most people just want to know how to turn them on, but now you know what's inside of them. Yeah. Does that does that give you a certain sense of pride, certain sense I mean, of achievement? It does. I've I've always loved electronics. Yeah. So for me to even get in this program, it it, it was a blessing. Now you were making a lot of money probably when you were out in the life hustling in the street. Yeah. You ain't making that kind of money now. No. But. But you haven't gone back to that life no, either. No, no. How come? I think about it from time to time. I'm going to be honest with you. But, but you haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to go back, man. I promise myself. I promise my... I got a strong support system. Right. Yeah, like if you don't got a support system, like it's easy to go back to your old behaviors. We have a lot of electronic waste piling up, and we have a lot of people who need work. Why not bridge these two issues like Tech Dump has? Let's clean up all this electronic waste and give real skills and job opportunities to people like Pierce and James, who even though they've been incarcerated or homeless or addicted, have a lot to offer this community and have a whole lot to give. Let's do these things together. This is Keith Ellison with We The Podcast, and tune in next time when we have more on criminal justice reform. I wish I knew how it would feel